Hi again, it's me, and you're listening to Catch Some Z's. Um, full disclosure, guys, I am exhausted, and I don't want to film right now, or record rather, but I put it on my list of things to do, and you know this whole thing is about accountability, so I had to do it. So I'm here, and the good news is, you know, I, I, I schedule my content. Um, in my discussions ahead of time so it's just a matter of doing it but man oh man am I tired but it's okay um also don't think I'm doing this for you I'm not I'm doing it for me but you're just um a beneficiary you happen to be one so thanks for tuning in and today we're going to discuss my relationship with money um I want to let you know that part of the prelude to trauma series, um, I'll probably revisit this. No, I'm definitely going to revisit this topic again, um, but with more so of an emphasis, with an emphasis on <laughs> capitalism and how it works with and or against me as a black woman and my experiences. That'll be a little bit of a, a deeper episode, but this one is just more so general and we're talking about money as as it lives and breathes in relation to me as again a graduate student a young person just trying to make things happen so that's what we're getting into today i'm sure that everybody listening can relate because i doubt that i have any millionaires in my current audience if you are a millionaire and you listen to this show um hi my name is Anaya, and I really do hope that you enjoy the content. Please message me and let me know your thoughts and any ways that you think that I can improve. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or hashtag reviews, please let me know. But I don't think that uh, anyone who's listening right now is making seven figures, really let alone four but or five, but whatever. So we're going to ha- get into this conversation and let's just do it. I also want to take this time to send my condolences to the family and loved ones of Nipsey Hussle. Um, I am not and was not a fan of his music. Not, you know, not intentionally, just he was just someone that I just didn't really listen to like that. Um, But I did know what he was doing as far as his community endeavors and it it's always been admirable to me. I was definitely a passive observer of the work that he was doing. And for whatever reason, when I heard the news, for someone who, you know, again, I, I watched him passively. So for someone who I didn't have any particular feelings about, it hurt a lot to see and hear that he was gone, especially the way that he was taken from the world and especially the things that he had left behind. And so I just want to take this time to send my prayers to his family, to Lauren London, his children, and everybody who knew him and loved him. So part of why I'm so eager to talk about money and my relationship with it, I guess in depth in this episode, most episodes, you know, I discuss it in one way or another. But recently, um, I have, or rather, I was able to handle a lot of financial obligations that have been pending for at least the last like two years I was in a position to handle it all so over these last few months I paid off my credit card 
I purchased a new phone in full, not financed it, but bought it. Um, got myself a new laptop. You know, I have a wedding to go to out of the country in a few months. And I was able to purchase that ticket finally and even treat myself to a vacation with my best friend, among other things. But those were just kind of like the big ticket items. And the... I don't even know how to say this without sounding dramatic, but oh my God, being able to do all of those things, like being able to list out the items that I needed and even some items that I simply wanted um, and, you know, budgeting those out and being able to allocate funding to those things and then being able to actually make those purchases was nuts to me. I, I haven't been able to do anything like that. It's such a large scale. Really, I I don't even think that I can think of a time where I would, or like, I can't remember a time where I was able to do the things that I just did over these last few months to the capacity in which that I did it. Like, you know, the last time I was able to do that was probably like one of my birthdays before the age of 12 and people gave me cash so I could go to the store and get the brat stalls that I wanted instead of people getting me ones that I didn't want, you know? So now that I'm, you know, a big girl and I've got big girl responsibilities and a lot of those responsibilities I've had to, you know, reprioritize simply because the cash wasn't there. It's great. You know, I've been working with the same laptop, for example, since 2012 is when I got my first laptop and it is now 2019. And I just purchased my second one, even though the laptop from 2012, 2015, 16 was when, you know, it started to go and I've been operating and making it happen. And thank God, you know, it lasted this long. And even to the point where, um, like two days before I got my new laptop, the old one entered an infinite cycle of restarting and, you know, it just wasn't, I couldn't get to a home screen because, it kept coming up as, you know, computer has to, you know, restart to update the changes. And then it'd be like, okay, the changes aren't updated. Let's try again. And it's like, couldn't update the changes. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I don't need to update the changes. And as soon as I would go to, you know, continue the login process, it's like, oh, wait, got to restart. You can't log in until you restart. And it was just an awful cycle. And now I've got a new computer that, you know, I can make it work on, you know, one charge for like three days, whereas the other one didn't even give me 30 minutes. Um, I got a new phone, you know, obviously phones are, you know, they, they work a little bit differently nowadays. You don't, you don't necessarily have to get a new phone. Well, I mean, I'm not an iPhone user, so I'm not required to get a new phone every year or two years because my software doesn't, you know, poop out on me. Um, so I've been working with the same phone since 2016. Now, granted, since I have had it for three years and I'm someone who does use phones, or I rather I use my phone a lot, um, coming up on the three-year mark, the phone was just tired because I was using it actively and trying to get the most out of it. You know, I had to update my storage and I had, you know, a lot of different apps that I had to get rid of just because as far as technology goes, you know, three years ago, they had different, uh, I guess, restraints or whatever the case than, you know, this year does. And so it was time for an upgrade and I was able to do that upgrade for myself and it felt great. And it felt great not having the finance because as I mentioned before, paid off my credit card a few weeks ago and that was great. And I don't, I didn't have, you know, this crazy, you know, credit card limit, but 
you know, as, as small as it was and as much as I was trying to maintain it, it still got away from me. And I haven't used my credit card in almost a full 12 months because I, you know, didn't want to run it up anymore. And being able to pay it off, use it again, but also, you know, use it a little bit more wisely has been super refreshing and makes me feel great. And so after that process, I was like, all right, you know what, let me try to not finance things or, you know, just do my best to purchase things outright if I can, if it makes sense to do so. And so that's what I do with my phone. And all of these little things felt great to do. And I kept telling my mom specifically, I'm like, yo, this is great. I can't believe I'm able to do these things. All these things I have written down somewhere, like they they have been goals of mine, um, requirements even of mine that needed to get done. And it it, it would feel very discouraging when I would, you know, oh, I need a new laptop and I would, you know, save or make plans to get the new laptop and then something comes up and I, now I can't do it. You know what I mean? And again, these last few months, just it, 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 it filled my heart. Essentially, it made me feel very full because I was able to do what I wanted to do. And I, it, it's dramatic and I'm going to say it, but it felt at least in regards to these things, like it felt like I didn't have any limitations. And for the last 10, 11, 12 years is when I was really exposed to what it means to not have money and then really feeling the like adult effects of having and not having money. And those effects and things like that, I will get into in the the other episode, the prelude to trauma capitalism one, but that's not for today. And these last few days, um, I've been feeling a little bit frustrated and I'm mindful of it. But, you know, as I mentioned in the last episode, I'm working three jobs now and the weather is getting warmer and I'm feeling the way I was feeling last year around June when we moved into our, our new apartment. Um, I felt very excited to do so because I like being able to, you know, practically apply my independence, you know, and what's more independent than living somewhere on your own and, you know, paying, paying the rent there and the subsequent bills that go along with it. But when I first moved, it was, you know, the summertime and I was working at my university over the summer and I felt frustrated because I didn't have a car. And not just because, you know, oh, like I want to drive. No, but because, you know, now I'm not able to live in the independence to the capacity that I want to because I have to now rely on other people and or things, namely public transportation or ride sharing services. So it's fine, you know, taking the bus is no issue, as I mentioned again in previous episodes, but it definitely is frustrating when you know you've you've got a set schedule but that schedule is only as as good as the other schedules that you're working with so for example today even i had a meeting on campus for 1:30 and i knew that i wasn't going to take the bus to campus today just because i knew that i was going to be running a little bit later than usual so i was like okay you know i'll i'll take a lift 
um, to campus and I'll catch the shuttle from campus to the, the area that I need to be in. So I left my home at 1215, right? The meeting was at 1.30 and my plan was to get there a little bit before one so I could, you know, help set up and grab some food if I needed to. But I didn't end up getting to my destination until 1.30 exactly. I left at 12.15. I ended up commuting for one hour and 15 minutes on what should have and would have been a 22-minute uh, journey altogether. Maybe, if that. Um, that's like accounting for, you know, people driving slow and traffic lights and stuff like that. And it just... It frustrated me initially, but I wasn't too mad because today was a really nice day. You know, the sun was out and it was one of the warmer days that we've had. And, you know, I was, again, you know, I'm grateful that I have meetings to go to and I'm grateful that I have money in my bank account to afford the lift. Um, you know, and I'm grateful that I have flexible supervisors who, you know, hey, don't even worry about it. You know, everyone is in here. The meeting hasn't started yet. You, you know, don't worry about it. But um, I'm also right now looking at two very big laundry bags and, you know, the whole no car thing is frustrating because, you know, when I'm at home with my mom, we go to the laundromat and it's fine because, you know, she has her car and we go and no, I don't like spending money to do my laundry, but at least that's the only expense. Whereas now if I'm going to a laundromat, I have to pay to get into a car and get to the laundromat and then pay to do the laundry and then pay to get my stuff back home. Thankfully, I've got great friends on campus who let me use their free laundry facilities, but, you know. Even that, I mean, yes, I'm still paying to get there unless someone wants to, you know, pick me up, which is already, you know, it's a very nice gesture and I appreciate that. But again, that's also me depending on other people. That's me, you know, operating off of other people's schedules and just doing things that I can and would do on my own if I could. But, you know, right now the circumstances don't allow for that. The other day at work, someone needed, an, you know, an errand to be done. And they asked me if I could do it, but it involved me driving somewhere that was 25 minutes away, which I would have done happily if I had a car, <laughs> but I don't. And so, you know, again, it, was, it wasn't a problem, but it just would have been nice. I would have liked to have been able to run this errand. It was part of my job description, but now that's me missing out on an opportunity, I guess, to, you know, just show people that, you know, yeah, I'm here to work. I'm reliable and all that stuff. And not to mention the 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 little factors that you know when you're applying for jobs and stuff and they ask things like oh like what kind of car do you have and you're like oh no I don't have a car and they're like oh sorry you're poor you can't work for us and they're like little things like that but thankfully I haven't had any of those instances but that's just where my mind has been at lately but at the same time I it, it's not I'm not focusing too much on that because again like I'm 100% grateful for the fact that I even have resources like alternative resources to use to make things work for me and um, you know, there are people who don't, there are people who don't have those resources, the same resources that I have. And I could either spend my time upset and, you know, frustrated and angry at the fact that, oh, I don't have my own car, so I can't do what I want. Yeah. But, you know, also I 100% believe that it's just not the time for me to have a car. Um, at first, you know, my excuse was I, um, oh, I can't like, I can't afford maintenance and upkeep and, you know, I can't afford the, the gas that I'll need. And, um, if I get into an accident, you know, can I afford to, you know, handle everything that comes with that? But, you know, 
the way everything is working out now is like the money that I'm spending on ride sharing and um, other things related to my transportation. I could easily pay for um, insurance on a car or even afford to probably lease one if I look at the numbers. I'll have to check that out. But the point I'm getting at is I went through um, these last few months of a phase of feeling the most financially independent that I felt in my adult life. And then at the same time, still feeling, you know, very restricted in regards to my financial freedom because of other things that are beyond my control. And, you know, this is not, this is not a unique story. You know, I'm a graduate student and just the nature of being a graduate student, especially one that, you know, did grad school immediately after undergrad, you know, not many people, I mean, well, I don't want to say not many, but there's, there's a bunch of people out there who are coming from places where, you know, they 100% have to support themselves. You know what I mean? They can't, they can't depend on family. They can't depend on anything, you know, and they just got to make it work. And there's a bunch of us out here making it work. And so I guess the whole premise of this is to remind everyone that, you know, you are not alone and I hope you feel seen because this shit is for the birds. I'll say it and say it again. Um, I was telling my mom the other day, like, uh, my sister, she got her master's when, you know, a few years after she graduated college and the company paid for it. And I was like, damn, you know, like, how'd you do it? But she was telling me, she's like, listen, well, you know, she didn't go immediately after undergraduate school. You know, she went, the company paid for it. You know, she also didn't have to worry about relying on anyone but herself to get her to and fro, which is it's more of a, a mental burden than, you know, we, we probably realize. Because um, I come back tired and not even because I exerted a lot of like physical energy, more so just the mental energy and walking from point A to point B and, you know, kind of, you know, keeping keeping an eye on your surroundings and having to, you know, formulate your exit plans on foot rather than, you know, I guess on wheels. And I can't dress as cute as I want to because... I like to be ready to fight just in case I have to. And not that I can't fight in heels, but I'm definitely more productive in sneakers or flats than I am in, you know, boots or whatever. But um, I've just been feeling it a lot lately because, again, the, the whole point is to realize my ambitions and follow them and actualize them. But in doing so, you know, you got to put a lot of work in. And uh, now that I, you know, have a more fixed schedule in the mornings and afternoons, that are dedicated to things before I was kind of just chilling and waiting for class. But now it's, you know, different jobs that I'm at and stuff like that. It's the mental toll is taking is definitely, you know, definitely more intense than it was before. But again, grateful for it all. And unfortunately, but fortunately, the goal for me also is, is, is money. And I'm doing it be, because that's what I, that's what I want. I'd rather be tired and making money than broke and and broke because also I'll touch on this in the other episode but you know there's studies that have been done and also you can just ask anyone who is poor or has been poor you know the mental and emotional toll of that thinking about how you're going to finance your next physiological need takes on you you know, it's it's not 
it's not just, oh, you know, I'll figure it out. No, it's quite literally, you know, how am I eating today? Or like, you know, what's next? Like I'm part of why I'm stressed right now is because I desperately need to go grocery shopping. But one, I got a really packed schedule for like the next few weeks. And so I really don't even know when I can carve out the time to do that. And then the other part of it is, you know, goes back to like the whole, I guess the flexibility situation, you know, I, if I were driving, I would just do a quick trip, you know, one, two, three, boom, boom, bam, do what I got to do. And if I forget something, go back another time. But I am probably going to take the bus to a Walmart or a ShopRite or something like that. And I have to, you know, map out the whole schedule, the bus schedule and figure out how long I'm going to be in the store and how much money I can spend in the store and what exactly the things I need to bring and how much I'm actually going to be carrying with me because I'm also not going to, you know, carry pounds and pounds of groceries. You know, my bus stop is about 15 minutes away from my house and I don't like carrying things, especially if I have to fight. I'm going to be really upset if I end up having to fight someone and then I leave my groceries on the store on on the floor because I got to run and save my life. You know what I mean? Like things like that. So that's a little bit frustrating, but you know, it's, it's been working out this entire time and it's going to continue to work out, but it, you know, especially again, from the scope of being, you know, a graduate student and still, you know, figuring things out for yourself. It's just, it's a, it's a process. It is a tiring process, but nevertheless, we persist, right? Ooh, just talking about it is making me tired. I'm going to take a quick break. And then when I come back, um, I'm probably just going to jump right into content, guys. Like, I'm I'm very tired, but I want to I want to make the, make sure that this episode is, is filmed. It's done. And yeah, so just give me a sec. I'll BRB. And I am back. So. If you guys were um, more interactive with me, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask some questions and if you're not corny, you'll respond, um, on the Instagram or on the Twitter. I'll probably, you know, restate this question again when the episode drops so we can actually get answers. But how about instead of, you know, telling me in person, you can do that too, but also, you know, answer questions what I post on the Instagram or on the Twitter and engage with the content. Yeah. So thanks. So I guess some questions that I have, um, you know, how do you, what are some ways that you guys, I don't want to say cope, but more so like, how do you finesse your budgets on a weekly or monthly basis? If you're in a similar predicament, you know, how do you assess, you know, this is going to groceries and this is how much I'm going to, oh, excuse me, this is how much I'm going to spend. Um, if you're the type who likes to party and go out and stuff like that, you know, how do you budget your, your leisure activities and things like that? Um, let me know what you guys are doing. I personally, um, my system is not as comprehensive as I, I like to think that it is. It's more so, um, I'm aware of whatever bills I have to pay. Some of my bills are on auto pay. Um, like my, uh, my interest payments on my student loans. I've been paying those since I was a sophomore. Um, I kind of hate them, but I do it cause I can't get out of it. <laughs> um, but so like those are on auto pay and then the house bills, 
I just usually pay those as long as I know that they're there. Um, and groceries, I just kind of make a list of my essential items. And then I try to buy as much as I can on whatever trip I'm on, especially if someone is giving me a ride so I can, you know, carry it and, you know, not have to worry about the uh, transportation aspect of getting the stuff from point A to point B. And I try to get as much as I can in that one trip and then make it stretch. So why I need to go grocery shopping now is because I believe at the end of February. No, I think ha the halfway point of February, I did a very extensive grocery trip. And I got a lot of stuff, both like, you know, real foods and also my snack foods. But right now, all that's left are the snack foods. And that's not helping me as far as, you know, me eating dinners that balance out my diet <laughs> um so that's kind of how i guess it's not it's it's less of a budget and it's more so i just operate off of lists so i don't get distracted and buy things that i don't need um especially you know you know how target is when you guys go to target when we go to target it's just you know i want to buy the patio furniture but i don't have a patio so you know but <laughs> it keeps me grounded so let me know how you guys operate with those types of things. Um, and also just if you have any general tips, I'd love to hear any of your tips for, I don't know, maybe some of you uh, need help paying off your credit cards or maybe some of you have expenses that, you know, you can't ignore on a month to month basis, but it's also difficult to address those expenses because you have other things that need to be handled. So if you guys have any tips like that, definitely share them. I'm sure everyone would love to hear those. Um, and just, I guess the ways that you kind of keep your finances in order. Um, more of my friends than I realize are, you know, for the most part doing pretty well. Um, I'm not going to say, you know, again, like I said, no one is, no one's out here making six figures, <laughs> but everyone is doing well for their circumstances, you know, uh, none of my friends are homeless to my knowledge, which is a blessing. Uh, <laughs> I did have a conversation with one of my homies a few weeks ago and she was saying how she just got healthcare like recently because she just started a new job and we laughed because like it sucks, but like I too also just got healthcare because different providers and like my mom's stuff wasn't trying to cover me anymore and it was just like a lot was going on. I went to go get my taxes done the other day and they were like, no, you can't because you've got, you know, different states. And I was like, ah, so now I have to do my own taxes. So things like that. So just you guys have tips on just how to navigate, you know, the financial life and financial literacy. Um, definitely drop those in the comment section when this episode airs or whenever you hear it, whatever the case, you know, I'd love to hear it. I know some of my listeners would love to hear it. And then again, shout out to everyone who's just doing what they need to be doing. Um, I know, obviously, it's not easy. And as we, or rather, as I let you guys learn more about me, you'll understand where exactly I'm coming from with all of this stuff. But until then, uh, just know that I, I see you, I support you, and I want you to succeed. And I hope that you want the same for me. So as I work on keeping my eyes open a little bit longer, I'm going to take a break. And then when I come back, um, we're going to do the whole content conversation. And then I'm going to go.
because like I said, I'm sleepy. And this was on my list of things to do, but guess what? The list isn't done. So I've got other things to handle as well. But that's not your fault. I'm not mad. Okay, just give me a minute and we'll be right back. So I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last episode, but I am officially a Jay-Z stan. You've heard it. Um, Sean Carter is a star and I love it. And he's probably the main person I'm going to, I guess, recommend as far as just where the money goes. Like I, I've been listening to the Black Album a lot and also I've been, okay, I've been a fan of Jay-Z again. I've been a, I've been a passive fan of Jay-Z for a very long time, for years, um, but never to the extent where I listened to his music outside of whatever was popular. You know, I didn't I didn't sit down and listen to his albums like that. But I've always appreciated him. Um, his book, Decoded, I'm looking at it right now on my bookshelf. I think it came out, I want to say 2008, 9, 10 maybe? 7. I don't know. But I bought it. Like, I bought it with my own money, like, within that first year. And I read it. And I'm going to reread it again just because... You know, I think he's a very smart guy and he's got a lot of good things to say and he makes a lot of good points. But now that I'm older and I'm listening to his music and especially that I'm listening to his music and know uh, more of like his background and I can now like, you know, kind of relate the songs to things that's happened in his life and stuff like that. Um, And also just, you know, just general, just general sometimes, you know, bragging and shouting out your accomplishments, like all of it. I just have a greater appreciation for it. So all of that to say, um, I definitely feel like Jay-Z, listening to his music now as a grown person, has unlocked my hustler spirit. Um, I tweeted about this a few weeks ago, and Jay-Z's hive came for my notifications, like, you know, got a bunch of retweets and likes, you know, they loved it. Cool. But I definitely, I guess, recommend some jigga music if you know you just kind of want to keep the momentum up for yourself and you're either you're following your passion or you're just working hard to get to a specific goal and maybe it feels like you know you're not you're not seeing the outcomes that you want to see in the timeline that you perhaps you know predicted or expected I 100% would say listen to Jay-Z and kind of get your life um he gives me the perfect balance of, yeah, I'm the shit, but also I worked hard for what I got. And also I'm going to keep working hard. No one's going to stop me. And also let's try to find some time to have a good time. But also remember that, you know, people are always going to be coming for your spot, but also uplift the people that are close to you. It's just, I just, he like, he just gets it. Um, So definitely listen to Jay-Z. Um, I highly recommend the Black Album. Also American Gangster. American Gangster is like, it's good. It's a good vibe. Very cocky. I asked one of my friends who is, you know, the Jay-Z fan, said, what are his like top three cockiest albums? And he told me American Gangster, the Black Album, and I think it was Reasonable Doubt. I think it was Reasonable Doubt. 
but so I was listening to those and I was like oh yeah this is this is what I needed so it got me out my feelings and you know now I hashtag catch flights not feelings and it's great (laughs) and what else I don't know I think really just listen to Jay-Z music watch some Jay-Z interviews old and new he really is uh he's a star like I said it and when I saw I went to first of all right I'm a Beyonce fan first and foremost okay so I went to On the Run the first one and with that show I mean I I went for Beyonce like I I like when they perform together actually no I love it when they perform together and so I was excited at the prospect of a joint Beyonce and Jay-Z tour but I was excited because I wanted him to be there live to perform on her features not necessarily because I was excited to hear his stuff live but the whole production was just like I I was just in awe right and he did all the songs that I recognized and he would even do songs that like I recognized but only recognized the chorus so the song would start and I'm like oh what's this and then the chorus would come in I'm like oh I recognize this but then after that I'm sitting here like damn if he does another one of these like I don't know if I'm gonna make it but that's right when she would come out and it was really great whereas on the run two, I was excited to see him and then I mean again more so her but you know now the everything is love album was out so I was excited to see what they did with that but I was very very hyped whenever Jay-Z had his little sections because I recognized more music and I was just feeling I was like yeah come on black man talk your shit and it felt it felt great and so now that I'm actually listening to the music and I'm reflecting on you know that experience I just he's he really is he's a star and I love that about him I do I really really do and you know I can get into you know actually I'm not gonna get into that right now I'll save that for another episode (laughs) um but yeah uh shout out to Sean Corey Carter and his family shout out to his wife because you know that's that's our sis that's that's queen b but um actually both of them listen to them too i was listening to uh salud recently on repeat because it gave me just very good vibes and it's like you know he went from everything was about him and his well okay wow am i about to analyze jay-z to the best of my ability I am so in his earlier stuff obviously it was him talking about him coming up from you know Marcy and all of that and the people who he was around but also the the people who were like snakes in the grass and stuff like that and then just how he he had to be the one to get him to where he wanted to go and he couldn't depend on anyone else to do that and that's a common theme in all of his life and subsequently his music so whether it was him and his hustling team or whether it was him and rock nation and whether it's him and title versus uh interscope and ash uh, apple i'll just say ashley music apple music all that stuff you know it's always very much you know he's he's always he's here for competition but he's not here for competition uh, i mean he's not here for malicious intent you know what i'm saying it's one thing for you know healthy competition sure we live in a capitalist world but it's another thing for people to you know try to bar you from doing something that they're doing just because you're doing it or because you're doing it but a little bit differently and like i feel like that's where he comes from with a lot of the stuff that he talks about but then he also you know he he's 100 a person who talks his shit backs it up 
And that's another reason why I've always liked him. And then not to mention, you know, his advocacy work. A lot of the stuff that he does is behind the scenes and, you know, you don't know about it. He's not telling you about it. You know, you find out from the people who have been beneficiaries of it, you know. And I think that's beautiful, too. Um, I love it when rich people do great things for the communities that they love. So, um, I know obviously Jay-Z is not everyone's cup of tea, but he, as far as, you know, the money talks, he answers, he talks, the money answers, just the whole vibe of going out and getting what you know that you deserve and, you know, having to put that work in to make it happen until, you know, the work works for you. Um, yeah, he's, he's the one, he's the one. So that's probably all I've got for you. Um, you can watch Mad Money on CNBC if you want to see what's going on in the stock market. But I think the Jay-Z option is much more fun. Yeah. Um, also, make sure to just keep an eye on your bank statements and make sure your debit and credit card swipes match up with what's being reported. You know, cross check your receipts with your, your statements of income and stuff like that. Um if you haven't started a savings account, please do so. Contribute to it frequently and stay safe out here. Uh, double check the ATMs. Make sure that they're not, you know, fake ATMs when you put your card in. Make sure, you know, the little piece doesn't come off when you insert your card. Check that slot every time you go. Uh, don't get scammed. If somebody emails you talking about, hey, I can get you a million dollars, it's probably not real don't fall for it <laughs> and um just be savvy and be smart make the moves that you want to make for yourself and do but also do 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 what's in your budget you know don't please don't behave outside of your tax bracket if you cannot afford to do so which many of us cannot um that's the most important part um also you know let's work on changing our language I've been working on not saying I'm broke because, you know, you say that enough times and it becomes it. And so I've transitioned into saying, you know, that's not in the budget right now. And, you know, that's what I said for my laptop and my phone. And then guess what? Then it was in the budget. And so now we've got a new laptop and new phone. <laughs> so, you know, I'm all about being intentional with the words that you say and the things that you do. That's one of them. So. Let's not, we're not, we're not broke anymore. We're simply, we're simply practicing financial responsibility and swiping that card at Chipotle for the fourth time this week is irresponsible. One, because, you know, maybe let's go grocery shopping instead, but also two, why do Chipotle when you could do Cadova? Ah, all right. I'm leaving now, but remember to... Drop your comments, suggestions, tips, and questions in the comments section of at catch some Z's underscores Instagram or at catch some Z's on Twitter when we ask this question to you later. Um, remember, if you are a millionaire or a billionaire listening to this podcast, um, please, the DMs are open so we can discuss content, we can discuss issues, we can discuss you, me anything like that um just love to learn what it's like to be a million slash billionaire 
Um, maybe you could be one of my next guests. I don't know. I don't know. The point is, if you've got a bunch of zeros after commas in your bank account, please, let's connect, okay? And for those of you who are trying to get commas in your bank accounts, like I, um, just continue to stay the course, guys. We are, if you're at least if you're in my age group, you know, we're young. We've got time. Don't feel like life is passing you by. It's not, unless you're absolutely doing nothing. Um, then yeah, it is passing you by. If you're doing nothing on purpose, okay, cool, I guess, if that's what you want to do. But if you guys are working towards really literally anything, don't feel like you're running out of time. You are not running out of time. We got all the time in the world. Um, just make sure you live each day with intent. You do things purposefully. You're mindful of the things that you do. And, you know, again, be be intentional with everything and make the changes that you want to make for yourself and be consistent in how you want to be consistent with yourself. You'll see the results eventually. It does not usually happen quickly, but at least in my experience, once the blessings do start to pour, they pour. So just prepare yourself for that. Um, I'm a sleepy girl and I've got tres leches in the fridge waiting for me. So I'm going to go handle that. Thanks for listening. Um, the semester's almost over. We're in the home stretch for those of you guys who are in school. Praise God. <laughs> and no, yeah, that's it. I'm trying to prolong this goodbye. But that's I, I don't have much else for you. So uh, be blessed. Make sure you guys start going to sleep on time. Uh, wash your bed sheets if you need to. Your pillowcases. Wash your face at night and in the morning. Don't skip out on your skincare routines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And remember to, I don't know, stream Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Hulu. <laughs> All right. Goodbye.